Hello, and welcome to The Bite, Hope Brooklyn's weekly podcast for bite-sized spiritual thoughts to inspire you as you center your life around God's great story. Thanks so much for listening. Hi, welcome to The Bite. My name's Jodie Chadban, and I'm one of the pastors in the Hope family. My husband, Stuart, and I are in the early days of planting Hope Upper East Side. Exciting, exciting times. It is an honor and privilege to share with you all today. The passage we're looking at is Matthew 5, verses 27 to 32, teaching about adultery. You've heard the commandment that says you must not commit adultery. But I say anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So if your eye, even your good eye, causes you to lust, gouge it out and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your hand, even your stronger hand, causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. Teaching about divorce, you've heard the law that says a man can divorce his wife by merely giving her a written notice of divorce. But I say that a man who divorces his wife, unless she's been unfaithful, causes her to commit adultery. And anyone who marries a divorced woman also commits adultery. It was New Year's Eve 2009 when Stuart and I were laying on a hammock on the beach on the south coast of Australia. We were camping on our annual summer vacation. Friends had come and gone, but on this New Year's Eve night, we found ourselves alone. Our children had already gone to sleep, so we had the time and space to talk. We spoke about the year that was and the year that was to be, and we started to share about what God had been speaking about the year to come. And I almost felt foolish speaking this out loud, but I shared with Stuart a sense that I'd been having from God. I said to him, I'm not sure why, but God keeps pressing into my spirit in New York City. For some reason, it just feels that New York is constantly being highlighted to me. It was in that moment that Stuart said to me, that's crazy because the same thing's been happening to me. We'd never been to New York. We didn't know anyone from here. It was this far off distant land. And, and yet we each were just amazed at what God had been doing within us separately. So we prayed a prayer that night under the starry sky with open hands saying, yes, Lord, yes, we are listening. We want to follow you in this, lead the way. And this prayer took us on a wild ride, a crazy adventure with God, which ultimately led us being offered a full-time ministry role here in New York um, with another organization. And all throughout the process, God had been slowly defining and revealing to us what it was going to mean to follow him. And in particular, God was speaking to us in regards to finances. It became very clear to us that God was requiring not only that we sell or give away everything we owned in Australia, but that when we were asked what we wanted from our new employees in New York, we were to say nothing. And this is indeed what we did. We arrived in New York City with our two children and two suitcases each. Everything in Australia was sold or given away. And then we sewed everything we had into New York and when the hard times came and the resource had dried up we had no plan b 
And this was a dramatic and radical act of obedience. It felt as real and as painful as chopping off an arm or gouging out an eye. We stayed the course and traveled the journey before us, which ultimately saw us come into Hope Church. Praise the Lord. But if we had have had plan B, I have to tell you, you can bet we would have jumped all over it. And we never would have seen the outworking of God's plan for us in Hope Upper East Side. When we first hear Jesus' words in the passage that we read, it can all seem quite dramatic and radical. His expectations are set really high and he's instructing us to take severe and radical steps towards ensuring our ability to follow his words and his ways. And these steps are final, they're definite, no turning back. You can't cut off your arm and then decide you're ready for it back. Or even like gouge out an eye and later that night have second thoughts about it. Jesus told the disciples, put down your nets and follow me. This wasn't going to be an easy path for them. There were going to be times ahead where they would want to quit. So Jesus, right from the outset, told them, put down plan B. In the same way, marriage is amazing, but it's not easy. I've been married for 21 years and it's incredible, but it's not an easy thing. There are many times along the journey where it may seem much easier not to be married anymore. There are many times when the thought of someone else other than our husband or wife will seem more fun and inviting. And yet Jesus is calling us to follow him and follow his way. And when we follow Jesus, we don't get the easy life, but we do get the full and abundant and free life. So when Jesus says, put down your nets and follow me, when he says, don't even look at someone else in that way, when he says, stay, even if everything within you wants to leave, he also then gives us the how-to, how to fulfill these commands. Because then Jesus teaches us, don't allow a plan B to exist. In fact, do whatever you have to do to get rid of your plan B. Because if plan B exists, you will go to it. And your very soul is at stake. If there is someone else who occupies your thoughts, it will affect your marriage and ultimately loom over everything that happens as a viable and a possible plan B. Jesus doesn't want us to have a plan B in any area of our lives because he understands the destruction plan B will cause. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. With Jesus having our all, there's no room for plan B, no room for a bit on the side. We, but we can't meet his expectations in our own strength. If we love him and we follow him and we allow him to live in us, the impossible will be made possible. Jesus gave it all for us. He left nothing. No plan B. He cut it all out when he died on the cross. It is 
finished. May we be people who live in such a way that we are so filled with the Spirit of God, we are able and willing to do whatever it takes to follow Him. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Bite. To find out more about the mission and ministry of Hope Brooklyn and to subscribe to our other podcasts and lots more, visit us online at www.hopebrooklyn.org.